Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please say you were recording that. <laughs> Pardon? You do come across as a bit of a vest wearer. I bet you wear a vest. I'm not a vest wearer. Do you really? wear a corset? Yeah, obviously I wear a corset. <laughs> do you wear a girdle? <laughs> do you wear chaps with your socks? Um, only have in the bedroom. Those, have you got sock suspenders? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, who would wear sock suspenders? You. Have Why you... would I wear sock suspenders? I'll tell you what. Our old physics teacher did. Let me ask a question. Please raise your hand. It's important to do a visual cue in podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> if you own a pair of brogues. <laughs> exactly my point, Tim. Oh, hang on. Hang- You've got at least one pair of brogues that I know of. No, no, I don't. I actually have two. I don't have I've any brogues. I've got a Chelsea boot pair I of bought, brogues. I bought a pair of Lokes once, got them home, put them on and went, what the fuck was I thinking? And put them on eBay. So I've got a pair of Loke brogues. <laughs> you didn't send back to the shop. Oh, I've got a pair of Loke brogues and I... Put shoe trees in them so they still look as awesome. Shoe trees. They're in shoe trees, yeah. Yeah, my wife's got them. That's where I get my next set of shoes from because it's cheaper if you grow your own. Nice to keep the shape Be- of them. Better dude. for the environment as well. We need to talk about the uh, the new website and all that as well. So, was it attentionseekingmediahors.com? Yeah. No, we've been picked up by a massive production company. That's why. <laughs> what, Disworking Productions? It is season two, episode four of Faces for Radio. I'm Danny Lenahan. I'm Phil Close. And I'm Tim McEwen. You are, you're so excited. <laughs> you always say your name. I am really excited. Like you're really you, excited about You've it. missed all the fun here as well. Yeah. What fun yeah. is that? So Phil and I were here. Well, I was here a bit early just getting set up and stuff. And then Phil turned up um, early because that's uh, early is on time. You were late. <laughs> but fortunately, the crisis that occurred while you weren't here... Uh, was averted by the ingenuity of myself and Philip. So what I'm hearing in that is I was away working, got here a little later than you guys did. You were here on your own and one of you had a crisis. Well, do you remember the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago where after the drunk podcast, you were outside and you said how dark it was. It was very dark. (laughs) Well, Phil and I were sat here and we had a power cut. Inside this room. Inside this room. (laughs) Okay. And there is no emergency lighting, except right by the fire exits. But both of us knew exactly how to switch our torches on our iPhones within seconds. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't you have your iPhones? We, have, we have new modern iPhones where there is a torch button on the front. You, just, you, won't, you won't have one of those, Tim, because you've still got a home button. I need to press like two buttons. To Actually, put do you know on. what? We've been giving you grief. And I, there's something I need to mention. Just I'm going to let you off the hook here because the power cut was fun and we sorted it all out and it's fine. But we gave you a bit of stick when you bought your Samsung phone and then a week later broke the screen. Yes. My director of sales, Stuart Boston, um, not only broke, smashed his iPhone screen within a week of starting work here. Nice. He also has managed to break the screen on his landline phone. What? What? Yeah. I don't even know how that's happened. Has he had a bit of a bad call and started smashing it with a handset? No, he's just a liability. (laughs) You go into his office now and his screen has... Smashed. Oh, his, his work landline. His work landline. I hate it when you go to the gym where you work landline and it just falls off the machine. <laughs> it's tumbled out of your pocket. I think he was jogging and it just fell out of his pocket. So they make yeah. screen protectors for it's, landlines. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's a little bit careless, isn't it? That's a bit more than careless. And yeah, and on both occasions he hid it from me. On both occasions he hid it from me uh, whilst everybody else was giving him grief about it and then I discovered them and he's just in my bad books for that. Did you give him grief, Dan? Oh, of course. I can't That's see why he hid it from you. I can't see that at all. He's, he I can't see you giving people grief deserved. or anything at all. How do you smash a landline? How do you smash a phone? How do you smash a mobile? What the, well, I've if you've never got a Samsung, it. just like brushing oh. against something like cotton wool works. No, so I've smashed Breathing heavily on it. I've smashed, I've smashed, smashed, a, I've smashed an iPhone screen. I've never smashed an iPhone screen, ever. Well, so you should leave the house more often. I leave the house quite often. Yeah. No, I've, I can't remember when I last smashed my... It was doing something innocuous. Something completely random. And then, are you taking your scarf off now? Yeah, I'm getting a bit warm. Oh. <laughs> it is like a bloody sauna in here. How are you cold? Um, well, he's not anymore. I'm not anymore. That's why I've just loosened my scarf. It's starting to heat up. <laughs> so, are we... Shame the conversation isn't. We are going to try and set a benchmark for new 
exciting episodes whereby we managed to get nearly 50 minutes out of the last one. 50 minutes? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not sure how we did that, though. 49 minutes, 11 seconds. I'm not listening to our shows while I'm driving to work anymore because <laughs> I nearly crashed. But if you don't do that, we're the only people that listen to it. Well, I'm still going to listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to it while um, operating heavy machinery. Yeah, if you don't listen to it, we will only get two views then. <laughs> We're 24 last two week. Two views. <laughs> but I think nine of them were me. <laughs> you didn't get it. I think 22 of them were you. Two views, mate. Listeners. Views. Okay. <laughs> so um, I need to pick a bone with you, Timothy. Yes, we both do. So uh, I, um, I, 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 I Have you seen the time? I changed the bylaws last week in... Uh, is a way of retrospectively punishing Philip for making two dreadful decisions when it came to films. Right. And then this week, you set a new standard for absolute fucking drivel. Do you know <laughs> how far into this movie I got before I realised what a massive mistake I've I made? I got, I think, 13 minutes before I get All the up. way through. All two hours, 20 fucking minutes of it. Yeah. So I should explain to the viewers at home um, that I chose the ballad of Buster Scruggs as this week's Trending Now movie. Oh, I wanted to rip off my own Scruggs. Uh, yeah, well, easy, easy tiger. Um, the reason for it was it's trending now on Netflix. I'm sorry, but that's a new word for bollocks, Scruggs. That is, that well, it's fellas than, claim that. This is new Buster modern. Gonads, haven't you? Now you've got Buster Scruggs. This is urban dictionary mm. legend stuff. This is where the word Scruggs got turned into, <laughs> into legend status for gonads. So yes. why did what did so, you choose? So said well, it's, piece um, of shit. It's a Coen Brothers film, uh, famous for Fargo, and, which is actually a reason um, not to watch a Big film. Lebowski and um, various I never other got, stuff. I didn't get on with the Big Lebowski, didn't you? I like I've the never Big watched Lebowski. it. Have you not? No. It's it's a bit of a cult favorite. Like I, I really like Fargo. I think Fargo's really good. Never Very seen clever. that either. No, it's a great film. Okay. So anyway, um, it was trending now. It was one of the ones that they were showing on the Netflix home screen. I did come up um, on my home screen, and um, no, not mine. It did on mine. Um, and when I researched it, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to beat the clock on this one. And I did the Wikipedia search, and Rotten Tomatoes had it at 94% aggregate score. Out of. Yeah, but that was 94% shit. Out of 20. Uh, no, that was 94% <laughs> shit. It's unbelievable, isn't it? So I, I, I text you guys through the handy WhatsApp app, which this show is sponsored by. Um, <laughs> what, <and> Facebook? <laughs> Philip, what was your reaction when on oh. your screen you mm. saw the words Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Well, I was a little bit apprehensive, I have to tell you. <laughs> I have to say, I felt I have to the say. same. Do you know what Netflix does, I've realised, is it, it bases its recommendations on the films that you obviously make it all the way through. And so... You guys are getting kind of sci-fi blockbusters. I mean, you're getting Western musicals for some reason. Yeah, God, why are you getting that? I just get chick flicks. (laughs) (laughs) Sliding doors. (laughs) No, Dumpling. I watched Dumpling. Dumpling. I have to say, um, the first half an hour was a bit slow, but I thoroughly enjoyed it and I smiled the whole way through. And it's a Jennifer Aniston with a chubby chick doing Dolly Parton stuff at Beauty Pageant. So you, you know, that is see, the sort of movie that I hate. Yes. But you, I have a, a, a sneaking suspicion that I will enjoy I will enjoy it more than The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which I have to say is the most unadulterated bilge I've ever watched. And I apologise to the other faces for radio for suggesting it. I'm going to save the, the listeners at home from having to listen to us talk about Ballad of Buster Scruggs at all by uh, introducing a new element to the show that we're going to bring in future shows, Mm -hmm. um, and that is things that can fuck off. And I'm going to start with Netflix movies can fuck off. Right, and I'm going to start with Tim can fuck off. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, I actually saw Tumbleweed in January blown across the road. A tumbleweed in this country? In the UK? No, it wasn't in this country. It was in the United States of Americania. Well, that's amazing. What, you mean they have tumbleweed in the place where tumbleweed comes from? Mm. That's fucking amazing, Tim. Well, I was quite surprised by it. <laughs> Why do you think that became uh, the epitome of a, of a bad joke is a tumbleweed? I don't know. Because it goes very slowly. Like, because you hear and the phrase... it's very uninteresting. When I was a comedian, you heard the phrase, um, if somebody died on their ass, because they, they had a bad gig. And of course, that stemmed from when Tommy Cooper... Tommy Cooper died on his died ass. Died on his ass. Mm. Yeah, but it's, by it's all a, accounts, he was having a good gig up until that moment. We, I was watching it. Were you not watching it? Yeah, I watched I it was live. Watching yeah. It. 
unbelievable, wasn't it? Because uh, that, this, this person's hand came from behind the curtain to see if he was all right. Yeah. And people were laughing. They thought it was part well, of the people act. People thought Actually, it was hysterical. The thing was, and I was so young at the time, I was watching it thinking, I don't know why everyone's laughing. I don't know why this is funny. I didn't think anything was wrong. But I just remember looking at it going, I, I, looking at my mum thinking, what, what's funny? I don't get it. Yeah. And then the curtains came down. Of course, next thing you know, he's carked it. To be fair, I used to have the same thought when I used to watch Jim Davison. Why is this funny? Yeah, he wasn't funny. No, you just horrible racist. Yeah. I did like Big Break, though. No. It's only a game. It's only a game show. Put up a Very real good. good fight. We're going to be snookering oh, you tonight. That's one of those epic things. Please don't start singing snooker loopy nuts, are we? Don't do it. I much preferred Bullseye. Bullseye was brilliant. I don't remember the theme Super Smashing Great. Welcome to Bullseye. Super Smashing Great. Don't worry, Phil. Your charity money, that's safe. Yeah, that's safe. Let's see what you would have won. Oh, so you live in the Midlands. Here's the speedboat. We should mention the exciting development for the show that we've been picked up by a massive production company. Oh yeah, new Disworking Productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disworking really excited about that. And actually, if you want to check us out further, you can go to attention seeking me- uh, dot com. Yes, very good website, very informative, although inaccurate. Why? I thought well, it said I, I was a jumper fanatic. I thought it was fairly accurate. It said you were a pullover fanatic. It never mentioned jumpers. Yeah, well, you're not I'm cool not enough a pullover, to have a jumper. A pullover you're fanatic, and you're not wearing one this a- evening. What's the difference between a jumper and a pullover? A jumper's for normal people, pullover's for toffee-nosed twats. <laughs> I'm not a toffee-nosed twat. Well, you in, are in the summer, In the summer, do You're you not dra- a toffee-nosed twat. You drapes it over your shoulders in the summer and tie it in a knot in your front. I who, do not. Who put their hands up <laughs> when I asked if they were brogues? <laughs> I think there's some clear blue water between you've people got, that wear bl- brogues and toffee-nosed twats. Do you own t-shirts that have collars? No. Do you tuck your T-shirt in when you go to Nine Inch Nails gigs? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that's a lie. No, no, actually, it's not a lie. It's the truth. Because I wouldn't let him go until he untucked it. It was ridiculous. You wore, you wear loafers as well. Loafers, brogues, gant pullovers. Loafers. You don't have loafers. Do you I have, don't have loafers. Do you own slippers? Yes. <laughs> do you wear pyjamas? Yes. <laughs> of course I wear pyjamas. That long dangling around while I'm trying to sleep. You're joking. How does it dangle while you're sleeping? Do you I sleep find like a bat? I find that when I lay flat on my front, it doesn't dangle. Yeah, exactly. And when I lay flat on my back, it also doesn't dangle. And if I'm laying on my side, it's not really dangling. And like I'm on the bed. Yeah, and if you get the missus to lay on top of you, it definitely doesn't dangle. Also, if you're naked in bed and the missus gets a little bit in the night, far easier accent. Uh, accent. Accent, yes. What, like French? <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you just burp in the... Belch in the middle of the podcast? I, that that was like a, a proper... long way away from the microphone. <laughs> yeah, but I heard it. Did you? Uh, mate, yeah, I heard mate, it. you yeah. could have burped that in the middle, in the other room, we would have heard it. Jesus Sorry. Christ. That's right, that was gargantuan. Right, so, so, okay, so we're agreed that news about Brexit can fuck off. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to my next item. Yes, you're right. Donald Trump can fuck off. I Donald Trump know. can fuck off, yeah. I don't know. He is the biggest waste of space yeah, the but Earth has the ever news produced. Much funnier. No. no it's it, tragic. It was much funnier with George Bush. So I was a comedian yes, at the time when George Bush came into power. Um when well, obviously when Al Gore was voted into the presidency and George Bush took it. And as as a comedian during the George Bush reign it, it, he was he was gold. I mean, this yeah. is the guy that went onto the telly and went, "I just wish the Israelis and the Palestinians could live together like good Christians." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely bloody clueless. He 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 made words up. Misunderestimate, I think, was one of his words. Um, I quite, think his vocabulary was disworking. It's <laughs> not quite not quite as good as the Donald Trump bigly. Oh, he's just the thing is, I don't think George Bush was unintelligent. I don't think he was particularly presidential. However, in contrast to <laughs> Donald Trump, he's he he honestly they might as well chisel his face onto Mount Rushmore compared <laughs> to Donald Trump. It's it's like the founding fathers. George Bush is like Albert Bloody Hawkins. Apparently, Trump has made inquiries as to how he can get his face on Mount Rushmore. Only if he's fired out of a cannon very very fast, <sighs> then his face can smash straight into Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so my next my next item is. Road tax pricing in this country can fuck off. It's ridiculous. 
So beforehand, it used to be based on the CO2 emissions of your car. Exactly. And then yes. they realised that cars getting more efficient wasn't making them any money. That was yeah. the problem. So now what it is, is any car under £40,000 that you, that you buy is £145 a month. Anything a over month. Uh, A year. Anything over £40,000... It's four hundred and fifty pounds. No, that's not correct. Mate. Yes, it is correct. Well, I've just paid for my road fund license. No, no, it's your car. Quid. Yeah, but your car wasn't registered. Uh, yeah, you're, you're after ninety, two thousand fifteen. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so Cheryl's gone from an Abarth five nine five, right? Yeah. And she's now gone down to a nine hundred cc um, twin air Fiat five hundred, and is paying exactly the same amount of road tax. I've gone from an Audi S five, okay, three hundred and eighty four brake horsepower to a, 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 a pedestrian Audi A6, and I'm paying exactly the same amount of road tax. How does that fucking work? The, the problem was, they, 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 when I had the Alpha, it was costing me £30 a year because of the emissions, um, as you said, the emissions testing on it. And actually, the Jag would have been the same um, because it's got quite low emissions despite being a 3-litre V6. Uh Unbelievable! Danny. Your like, Siri is so sensitive. so twitchy. I take off. I turn off. Hey Siri, because I'm just fed up with the game. It's off. ridiculous, isn't it? I'm hey Siri. No. <laughs> Do you oh, know what's funny? I, I can't listen to the podcast in the car. Yeah, exactly the same. It kept setting Siri off. Oh my god! And you set my Siri off when I'm listening to the podcast in the car, and it gets to that bit where we mention Hey Siri. She kicks off. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so either of you got things that can fuck off? Yeah, Siri can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mean to Siri. And, and what I was particularly upset about listening to the um, show back was just how mean you were to American Girl Siri. I need to tell Tim a joke. Sound like Metal Fucking Mickey. <laughs> I liked Metal Mickey. I loved Metal Mickey. He's the coolest. It's like a Cylon. It's 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 like a Cylon of the original series of Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica was awesome. By your command. By your command. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Battlestar Galactica in both forms I thought was absolutely superb. I loved the reimagined series as well. The original was sucky. (laughs) On the things that can fuck off, here's one for you two. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he he can fuck right off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just... The worst thing about the prequels. Jump back in that swamp and fuck off. <laughs> Apparently, the actor who played him has led a horrible and lonely yes, life yes. since that, as has Jake Lloyd, um, because of fan backlash about their characters. Because <laughs> well, he played little Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely. But well, they hated him as little Anakin Skywalker because he was a wooden actor because he was about five. Well, he was a kid. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, he didn't know about the script and how bad it Whoa, was. Whoa, let me just jump in this cockpit. Oh, it's like flying. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. It's like listening to Tim tell a story. It, it was that tedious. Hmm. Or explain something. Racking. You're very hurt. Do you know what Phil said? When, so, you know, Wednesday night, we went round to mine <laughs> to rack the beer. And uh, you were late again. And You're not supposed to tell him this. Phil, I walked into the garage and Phil went, right, Tim's not here. Do me a favour. Before he gets here, explain racking. And I went... <laughs> We pour the beer through a fizz. Uh, we pour the beer through a sieve uh, to take out all the crap, and then we pour it back again through a sieve, and that's it. And he was like, "All right, so you're sieving the beer?" And I went, "Yes." And it was a perfect explanation. It told me everything I needed to know. Tim, yes, explain racking. You just sieve the beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not what you, you were fucking say. cop out. <laughs> oh, there'd be a whole thing about particles and how you have to pass it slowly. Through a cycle to oxygenate I, the, the hop pellets disintegrate in the water in the beer because of certain temperatures and chemical um, reactions. I have ordered a five micron inline pump filter. Have you? Um, well, I haven't ordered it. It's in my Basket. wish list. Is that for when we're racking? Yeah. Okay. And can we use it? Would you use it after the cold crash as well? So before bottling. Um, at the, the the last stage possible because it just filters everything out. But wouldn't you just wouldn't you do it twice? Wouldn't you do it through racking? Because I've I've put it into cold crash now, so we've had twenty four hours of it post post racking, um, and then it's now cold crashing. I would only bother with it if we're kegging it. I wouldn't bother with it if we're bottling it. Why? 
because when you're bottling it in your prime it, you put more... Oh, I'm explaining stuff in lots of details. <laughs> you're just totally baiting me. Oh, that is funny. Okay. Okay, have, have you got anything that can fuck off, Tim? Apart from Dan? <laughs> um, genuinely, I don't hate things enough to say fuck off. Really? Um, well, yeah. What, I mean, what, not even the guy at the at the Audi garage you emailed and he had an email due back? He can't fuck off. Fun no, size, I really like him. Fun size Mar bar, Mars bars can fuck off. Well, I don't know why fun they're fun. Size, yeah. Why are they fun? They're not fun. They're not fun. That's not fun. I want a big one. Yeah. The problem is with fun size ones, I'll buy a fun size pack for the kids and then I eat four of them. Yeah. Whereas if I had just the one Mars bar, I'd eat less. <laughs> but surely four fun size Mars bars is only the same amount of Mars bar as one. No, no one. it's no. not. Three isn't enough and four is too many. Yeah. Because ah. they've made sh- Mars bars smaller. Mm. Unless you get a duo. A Mars bar duo. That's become a thing. I don't understand why that's a thing. Why is buying two Mars bars that are slightly smaller than, than <laughs> well, the apparently original? You can save one. Because you used to have a king-size Mars bar or yes. a king-size Snickers. And apparently when the whole obesity crisis came along, everyone mm. decided that encouraging people to eat one big bar of chocolate wasn't a great idea. So what they did was they split it in half and called it a duo. And the idea <laughs> is when you buy that packet, you eat one, and give the other to somebody else. No. Now, I challenge the country that's listening right now or viewing back at home. Excuse me, we're not allowed to um, use that word, even if you stick re at the end of it. <laughs> the I, challenge, I, I challenge the viewers at home to give me an example Listeners. of somebody who has eaten only half of a Mars bar duo. Have you ever had a day where... I, I've, I've eaten only one and left one until later. Oh, no, Have I've you? done that. Yeah, yeah. It was about a nanosecond later. Though. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it was like, remarkable self-restraint. <laughs> I'll tell you what else can fuck off. Nando's. I've never been. Oh there. no, I like Nando's. I went to Nando's with the kids for the first time the other day, and um, I I was so annoyed. Right, so we, we get to I take the kids out every Wednesday, right, and we normally go to either Frankie and Benny's or Pizza Hut, and the kids went, no, let's go to Nando's. I said, okay, we'll do Nando's. So. We get into Nando's and uh, I'm stood at the door and there's a girl um, looking at us through the tills with this, with just this horrible scowl on her face. And she just went, I'm going to be five minutes, all right? Like proper... Oh, because she saw you had kids. Oh, it's, anyway. Mm. So then a guy comes over and he says, can I sit you down? I went, yeah. I said, we are Nando's virgins, so we don't know how this works. So he takes us to our table, gives us some menus and then leaves us. And I'm sat there for about 10 minutes. And then he came past and I went... So do we, can we order from you? And he went, oh, no, no, mate, you need to order at the till. I said, so the bit where I said we're Nando's virgins, you didn't feel it was necessary to explain that to us. <laughs> so we're just sat here, no drinks, no one's talking to us, no food, nothing. So I went up and I paid and, um, um you know, ordered a few bits and pieces. And it was it was okay. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't it's grilled chicken in chilli sauce. It's spectacular. No. Mm. It is. I love Nando's. Oh. I don't. This show is sponsored by Nando's. No, it's fucking not. My microphone is. And and then... Your corner of the table is. And then um, th- there's like a tip jar box on the side. And, and as we <laughs> no. go to get up, they're rattling in front of me. And I felt like turning around <laughs> and saying, so let me just be clear. No one served me. I went up and, and paid at the till with my credit card. I don't have any cash on me anyway, so... At that point, I'm not going to give you a tip because I haven't had any service. Yeah. My kids got their own drinks, as did I, because <laughs> we were handed glasses and sent to the refill station. Had to get my own cutlery and my own napkins. What exactly did you do that required a t- so why deserved didn't, a tip? Why didn't they include a service charge then? Nando's can fuck off. Oh, I think that's harsh. Uh, the views spoken by Dan are held wholly by Dan and not by anyone else in this room. Hmm. He doesn't like Nando's. I've never tried it, so I have no... It's fresh chicken in chilli sauce fresh on a grill. In a fast food joint, are you sure? Well, you get a quarter of a chicken. Fresh chicken. A quarter of a chicken. Not, not frozen. I had Why a, would it be frozen? A quarter of a chicken. A, I had what? a pitta chicken Why would it thing. be frozen? Well, of course it's frozen. They ship Why would it, it in bulk. Frozen? It's all pre-prepared. You Have you, you any the, idea? You work in the fucking food industry, mate. You yeah, know and exactly, exactly so. So why would, in a short-term supply chain... Would you go to the expense of freezing it? Freezing's expensive. If you're delivering stuff and it's getting used really quickly, you don't bother freezing it. Nando's go through what, stacks and stacks. But and what's stacks the benefits of doing that? Well, the benefits of that is saving money. But how does that work? 
freezing costs money. <laughs> it's expensive. Oh, God, you're doing it to me again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was a high five. That was a high five. Getting, getting Tim to rattle off on an explanation. Can I just explain to the viewers everyone else how disappointed I feel in the two of you tonight? <laughs> just mocking me. Asking me questions, I'm coming was, up with the answers to them. I was legitimately interested really, in supply really chain. Mean. I was really interested in supply chain in a fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he did just chuck a grenade in the room, and you just went, "Oh, I'll just jump on that," and then explain what happened. <laughs> it's funny. Look at his face. You're so offended. It's brilliant. So, is there anything at this point, Tim, that you really don't want to say? Can fuck off. You can both fuck off. <laughs> It was funny. <coughs> so, um... Oh, could we do the guest star section? No. no Phil's got a section first. <laughs> but what are the guest star section? The viewers at home will be very excited about this this feature. No, they won't. They will be. No, because the, the Grand Tour tried to do this and it wasn't funny. The guest star no, no, speaker. No, 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 no. And what the, I love about this is you're plagiarising somebody else's idea that you already know is shit. This isn't anyone's idea other than ours, right? Uh, don't, don't, when you say ours, you mean yours. Yours. Well, look. Let me explain to the viewers at home. We're obviously not Listeners. famous enough to have guest stars at the moment. So what we're going to do is we're going to introduce the, the guest star. And we're then not even when, famous to star in our own fucking podcast. <laughs> and then when, Who are you? Uh, have some faith, guys. Have some faith. Don't remember the cathedrals. <laughs> yeah, in like a million years' time. Well, 50. Get to the point. A million years' time. So we're going to introduce a guest star. They're going to hear the show when it becomes viral. They're going to come back, <laughs> record the section, and then we're going to drop it in in the edit. The way you suggest the show's going to become viral is like it might be contagious. So you're assuming that people who are famous will watch a podcast that's not very interesting, watch by, by the way, yeah. and, uh, and based on what they've heard that's not interesting, they're going to want to record to make it more interesting retrospectively. Finally, you fucking get it, Phil. Well done. No, it's not going to work because you're not going to get them on the hook in the first place because it's not interesting enough. It is interesting. Right, and, ladies and, and gentlemen. And why are you perving on one person in particular? I'm not perving, I'm introducing. Perving. So, ladies and gentlemen, live from the chicken shed, we're very pleased to introduce two three-legged... Faces for Radio. <laughs> Did you just try and introduce a fictional guest to my company? Yes. Three, three-legged Faces for She's Radio. not fictional. Right, let's start again. Ladies and gentlemen, very pleased to introduce to Faces for Radio, off of Countdown, Rachel Riley. Can I just put you out of your misery? I'm not putting this in the podcast. I take selfies and put them on Instagram, yeah, with my kids. I don't. But I don't I, do I don't that. understand Instagram. I hate Instagram. I don't, I don't understand selfies. My daughter and her friends communicate with each other on Instagram. How can you? So every now and again, she'll, just, she'll just, she'll just hold, hold her phone up to one side, take a picture of the corner of a chair, and then post it on Instagram with a message. Because you can't message each other without a picture. Why don't they use a gonna... messaging app? Yeah, you can. Why don't they use a you messaging app? You can send app? messages on Instagram without, without a picture. Yeah, so but it doesn't create uh, a thread. No, you can't have a group message. Which is what they want to do. Why don't they use his WhatsApp? Well, that's what I asked. Well, WhatsApp is encrypted end-to-end as well, so no one can hack your conversations as well. So Kate can, you can, even Kate can, can talk about you endlessly. You can even secure your WhatsApp using you Face ID if you, have a, if you have a phone that use, has fi- Face ID on oh, it. Oh, I've got Face ID. That's have you got Face ID? Yeah, yeah. I've got Face ID. What Tim still wants to steal your faces. What? Well, like Face Off. Yeah, like Face Off. John Travolta that and is Nicholas a Cage good, bad movie. would have had to we'd, have swapped we'd, phones. We'd just swap phones, yeah. That is a bad, awesome movie. That is a bad, awesome movie. It's actually a bad, bad movie. No, it's not. No, I really you say like that to every bad, awesome movie. No, that's not correct. That's not true. I I've, watched... got, I've got a list of, ba- of awesome, bad oh, movies. Should we do awesome, bad movies? We should do bad, awesome movies. I watched The Rock last night. Yes. Oh. A very good, bad, awesome bad movie. Bad movie. A very good, bad movie. It's, do you know the VX gas? I've always loved that film, and, and I, I looked a at rocket it, full of marbles. I looked at it in a different light last night. I thought I'm going to look at this for all the things that are wrong with it. I'm still going to enjoy the movie, but I want to see all the things that are wrong with it. And the first thing that came to me is when Nicolas Cage is in that glass cube because they've a sniffer dog has um, sniffed what he might think is sarin gas. Oh right? yeah, yeah. In, in the, yeah. And there's a crate with some sort of um, post Cold War stamp on the side of it and they open it up and there's porn 
There's a couple of copies of Razzle. Nice. Uh, this show is sponsored by Razzle. <laughs> there's a couple of copies of Razzle, Weeders Wives, whatever. And <laughs> um, and then there's a doll. And the doll has a bomb in it and sarin gas. And I, I watched it and thought, but they've already packed it into a crate that looks suspicious. Nice. What are they using the doll for to make it look less suspicious upon opening? Just in case we think there's a bomb in there. I'm going to put a doll in there to throw them off the scent once they've already opened it. The bomber obviously hated little girls. It's ridiculous. I thought what was interesting about the film was they managed to get two actors that only ever play themselves to be in the lead roles. <laughs> Scene Canary and uh, Nicolas Cage. Absolutely. <laughs> Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery as Sean Connery. I do love that line. Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. See, I've got I've got a very similar film. It's a Nicolas Cage film. Uh, Con Air is one of my love. Con Air. Uh, no, it's, but it's a bad. It's a, it's an awesome bad movie. Is that about, scene where the plane lands on the, in the Vegas highway strip. Uh, is on Vegas Strip. It's wasn't in the it? Vegas Strip, and yeah. it just goes on and on. Yeah, it doesn't slow and down on you know, forever. Hitting buildings doesn't slow its momentum at all. It's a bit like the ship crashing in. Um, um, speed speed two. 2 Yes But <laughs> yes. just carries on For about half a mile It just like... doesn't slow down mm. Because the script Calls for it to carry on Smashing into casinos Yeah I think that was Keanu Reeves' Finest but moment called... Was turning down Speed 2 Yes Absolutely <laughs> Mate what, where, where are you tonight? You're not on You're not on your game <laughs> I'm not on my game <laughs> I must apologise To the viewers at what, home What, what film is you One Flew Over the Cuckoo's that? Nest? That's the one with Jack Nicholas. Oh, Jack, Jack Nicholas, yes. Jack the, Nicholas, the, the golfer. golfing one, yeah. <laughs> Had to get out of a bunker. Happy <laughs> Gilmore. That's a bad, awesome movie. Oh, that's an awesome, awesome movie. That's a great movie. I yeah, love it's it. great. Is that the one with the um, the, the host hockey. from um, um, The Price, the Price is, is Right? right. Yeah, fight. that fight. Bob, on Bob, the Bob, Bob Barker. Seager. Bob Barker, that's Bob it. Barker. Yeah. Now you've had it. Actually, I've got to say, that Adam Sandler's a funny one because he's got... There's there's several of his movies that I think are really good. I really like Big Daddy. I like Mr. Deeds. He's not done a good one on Netflix though. I'll tell you what. Um <laughs> not surprisingly. The what's the the Water Boy? What a load of drivel. Oh. Little Nicky, what a pile of shit. Yeah. Oh, Click was the one that made Click, me Click think what I, a pile of crap. I quite, well, I, liked I, I quite like Click. Yeah, I liked Click. I, I did. It, it was like it had to have some moral reason to it that he clicked through his whole life. I tell you what though, he did prove a point when he did Rain Over Me. Have you seen that? No, that will that will put you in floods. That's all about um, a firefighter post nine uh, eleven that was in the whole nine eleven thing, and he plays a serious actor in it. And I watched it because it was an Adam Sandler movie, and ended up just in a horrible mess with a box of tissues, and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so, go on. You were going to introduce the section, Phil. Was I? Yeah, you're going to get your phone back out of your pocket. I am. That's a nice phone, is it? Uh, iPhone. It, it, it's an iPhone 10. Oh. Is this the bit where we introduce the guest star? No, it's no. not. That's not a thing. Things that can fuck off. Tim's ideas. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. In fact, I've got a screenshot of uh, when you said laugh out loud at my idea of having... I don't remember that. No. I That's do. not what happened. I'm going to post it on the internet. Okay, so so I had an idea that... You know how when you when you see a movie listed on Netflix... Uh, the the first thing you do is look at the title and you, you try and see if it's kind of descriptive. I mean, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, although it was an awesome film, did actually kind of... Did you say it was awesome? An awful film. Okay. It did um, sound like you said awesome then. It did sound like you said awesome. Did I say awesome? Mm. It's not like there's it a record of this for awesome us to go back. Movie. I'm actually going to edit it so it's that you awesome say... awesome movie. So that your it's whole opinion of it is awesome. Awesomely shit. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, the films we've seen recently aren't very descriptive. So you've got I.O., doesn't tell you a lot about the film. Bird Box doesn't tell you a lot about the film. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun to make up new titles that are more descriptive? Of and those particular films? Of those particular films. And this is what I've come up with. So IO should be vacuous dysentery. No, okay. So, so for Bird Box, I came up with What the Fuck? Because that's generally how I felt all the way through the movie. Was that funny in your head? No, no, that's how I felt. Okay. How about um, calling it Sandra Bullock? Covers up her eyes so she doesn't die. Well, my other, my other one is blind driving. Seeing, seeing the world through a blindfold. <laughs> uh, the other one is how to white water raft blindfolded. Yeah. Uh, and then for close, for close, I got. It should be called "What Happened to Those Five Years." Yeah, for close is not very good at being close. No. 
that I mean, it, look, I say what I say, but I gave you some grief about that film. It's it's watchable. Like it's not. A, yeah, yeah. You don't get halfway through it and go, "I want to turn this off." Like you'll watch the end. Not of like it. Buster Scruggs. Oh, but it was, but it was utterly appalling. Right. So another title I would have gone with is "How Not to Protect Someone." Yes. Or and, the, the, and non, the non-bodyguard. Tumbleweed. Yeah. Tim's seen one of those in America. Has he? seen one of those in America. That's really impressed. I didn't know there was any of those in America. What are they? They're weeds that tumble. I want Tim to explain it. Oh, okay. They're weeds that tumble. <laughs> Why do they tumble? Because the wind makes them. You are hilarious. You're like a lawyer. You just you use like eight paragraphs when they're weeds that tumble would have done. Mm. I just said there were weeds that tumble. Yeah, but it's, uh, there's a public you, record of this. Only because you knew we were goading you into doing your lawyering tricks. Do you know what's really good is in the future when um, Faces for Radio is the religion that covers the world, there will be a group of people that follow the religion that give very complicated um, and factual explanations for everything. And they will be called the Timites. Hilarious. I can just imagine going to Comic Con. And there'd be people queuing up dressed as their favourite Faces for Radio presenter. <laughs> and it's only you that has any fans at all. It, and they'll just be utter, utter gibbons. I had a mouthful of water when you said that. <laughs> okay, should we do Tim's bit now? Tim, what was it you wanted to... <laughs> do you want to introduce your mystery guest? No, don't do that. <laughs> we did say, we did say... we were, you you suggested realistic advertising slogans. Mm. Well, re- realistic advertising slogans, but also adverts that really annoy you, that don't actually speak the, the truth. The I can't is, remember the last time I saw a television advert. Yeah, that's the problem. I haven't had, you I haven't got, had you guys terrestrial don't television. Sky as much as I do, do you? I don't have Sky. We've I don't s- have terrestrial telly. I've got Sky Q, yeah. but everything we watch, I fast forward the adverts. Yeah, but sometimes... Because well, you always the- watch it behind... The, is, you don't watch it live and linear. There's a couple of things that I'll go out of my way to watch live. So Formula One, mm. I'll watch live. Um, uh, Walking Dead, I'll make a point of watching that. How can you, um, how ironic that you watch Walking Dead live? I know, but I, I like that show. <laughs> um, and um, Game of Thrones, which is coming up again shortly, isn't it? Is it April? Uh, yeah, yeah. Last series ever. Oh, last, I'm so last, looking forward to it. Last four episodes or six? I don't know. Four or six. I, I would like Hollywood to stop there's a we talked about this there's a thing going on at the minute whereby the um there seems to be a habit of writing a new tv series and what they do is they spend the first three episodes of any new television series trying to explain the characters when all i want them to do is get on with the story and we can learn the characters that's the whole point of a good telly series right breaking bad was guilty of that first three episodes of breaking bad or first two episodes were just tawdry because they were so into explaining each of the characters and all their little quirks and all of that. And I think it was the third attempt at watching it that I actually ended up getting into it. And because when it hit, once once the five characters had been explained to death, they actually got on with the story. And one of the, one of the shows I think that got that factor really right was Lost. Lost because was brilliant. On yes. the first episode of it, it was like, oh, there's, it's a show about a plane crash. And it was Boom, they were on the beach and it was chaos and there was bits of the plane blowing up and everything. It was yeah, like- and there were people in episode two that hadn't appeared in episode one at all, but well, you'd seen them in the background, but it had no featuring parts. They very much were about the story in that. Yeah, you're right. I think that's a really good example. I mean, it got incredibly tenuous towards the end. Mm. I, I gave up after season three. As soon as it started getting weird and they started finding fenced off areas and pillboxes and I was just like, this is just bollocks. Oh, it got worse. Oh, I'm sure it did. Weren't they all dead in the end? Yes, they were all in purgatory. But the island was a cap for all the evil in the world and there was a stone on it that kept it on. And one of the the, the man in black wanted to take it off and let the world die <sighs> and um, the other one didn't. And I was just sounds, thinking, sounds interesting. I watched this for seven years for that ending. A little bit of betrayal. The first two series of Lost were absolutely brilliant. And it was number three that started to get weird. Was it kind of was it kind of like you know in uh, Dallas when Bobby Ewing was in the shower all along, and it was a dream. I've never seen Dallas. What? Me either. You remember when when Bobby Ewing got killed? He got shot. No, and and it dragged on for about two series. You know and when all he the said, ratings went down. You know when he said, "I've never seen Dallas." Well, asking us if we remember a specific part of something we've never seen seems. Well, don't don't you remember when like you know? So she was. 
I have heard reference to the, in the show, no. it's all been a dream. Yeah. 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 Well, they basically, to boost ratings, they thought, you know, ratings have gone down since Bobby Ewing was shot. Let's bring him back from the dead. And we'll just make the last two years of the TV show a dream. The best one that did that was Dr. Drake Ramore. His miraculous recovery in Friends, season six or seven, I think it was when he came back. Was Wasn't awesome. he his twin brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he fell down a lift shaft because he had an argument? He had an argument. I think that was a, such a brilliant storyline for Joey. He called the scriptwriters lazy or, or something or, like that. Yeah. yeah. So they killed him off by yeah. pushing him down a lift shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Faces for Radio was brought to you today by the letter A and the number sixty-nine. What's your favourite movie? My favourite movie um, is Blade Runner. Oh God! Well, you know it is. I've told you many times. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, I thought we were going to have an interesting conversation then, and I remembered, A, I'd asked you, B, it was Blade Runner. My favourite film is Godzilla vs. Mothra. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no, 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 actually, it's Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Uh, the original Japanese the original 80s. Japanese. Have you ever seen them? Yeah, they're ridiculous. They are so ridiculous and absurd, they're awesome. What is your favourite movie, really? Um, I don't, We've already had this, I think it's... Um, it's probably Star Wars A New Hope, I think. Or either that or Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Mm. Very good. Mm. Yours, Daniel? Sliding, Sliding Doors. doors. <sighs> Knight's Tale. <laughs> My reputation can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we have done a few threads like that on Facebook, haven't we, where we've substituted food for different uh, different movies. They went well as well. Yeah, but I can't remember what they are. And of course, it's much easier to do than it is doing it live because well, I've, I've on got, Facebook, you've got, got time got to few, think and then post it. I've got a few written down. Go on, If then. you'd like me to go through. I, I do have some favourites, but I'll do, I'll do the mediocre ones first. Um, Star Trek, The Wrath of Kale. Yeah, that's Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek, Attack of the Scones. Uh, Star Wars, Attack of the Scones. Attack of the Scones. <laughs> Uh, cakes on a plane. <laughs> cakes on a plane. It's very good. Uh, actually, we actually did a thread once on the whole alternatives to um, uh, to snakes on a plane, and it was things like badgers on a stair lift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got Bread Poet Society. The Bread Poet Society. That's very good. I like, yeah, that. I like uh, that. Natural Corn Killers. The May Twix. <laughs> the what? The May Twix. Oh dear, that's that's a poor pun. That's bad. That's bad. The Matrix. Uh, it sound like Jonathan Watts explaining that's a red the movie. card. That is a red card. What about the last action arrow? Nobody knows what an arrow is anymore. Oh come on, Shaun of the Bread. You've used bread before. Okay, though. Dairy Poppins. <laughs> uh, v for Vianetta instead of Vendetta. Yes, no, okay. I got it. All right, all right, okay. Hoisin City. Oh, Hoi Sin City, that's good. That is good, I like that's that. That's clever. It takes a little while to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, a you, slow burner. You've got kale. <laughs> you've got kale. What, what about this? This is one of my favourites. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back For to sure. bad, awesome movies. Agreed. Because we, we were running through a list yesterday. We were, um, weren't we? We, we, were, we, were, we were sort of... No, we were just putting movies out there and trying to agree whether it was a bad, good movie or not. No, we agreed that they were all bad, awesome, and Demolition you argued Man? about them. Demolition Man is a bad, awesome movie. That is definitely a bad, awesome movie, isn't it? So, um, so one of my <laughs> one of my favourite bad, awesome movies, and it is terrible but very entertaining, is The Man with the Golden Gun. See, now I I I love everything Bond, apart from the last movie. Apart from the last movie, mm. what Spectre? It was shit. I really liked it. It was the worst amount of crap. It was so terrible. The story was appallingly bad. The acting was marginally better, but still bad. I would say, I would say that was a bad, bad movie. But Man with a Golden Gun is genuinely a great movie. I thought that Spectre was the third best of the Daniel Craig movies. The only one, he's no, he's done four. The Quantum of Sausage was crap. Quantum of Solace was poor. Yeah, really bad. That was better than Spectre. No, it Spectre wasn't. was no, atrocious. I thought, no, I thought, a red was, card I thought Spectre no, was great. Spectre was terrible. Oh, it was very good. Uh, the best one was the third one. Um, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, agreed. That was absolutely superb. Brilliant from yeah. start to finish. Because of Javier Bardem is a superb bad guy. Well, and Daniel Craig's a superb Bond. Mm, is he though? 
Yes. Yes, definitely. Best Bond there's ever been. Best Bond there's ever been. Shortest Bond there's ever been. Well, that's... What does I that matter? Well, very, listen, if Tom Cruise can be Jack Reacher... <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. I have to uh, um, inform the viewers at home... Listeners. ...not to watch... The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Under this any is circumstances, warning, you will want to shave off the inside of your eyes. <laughs> shave off the inside of no, your I'm eyes. With, I'm with they will that. be it's disworking. Oh, I'll tell you what's a bad, awesome movie. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. No. Oh, that's the Hush worst. your mouth. Any Indiana Jones movie is awesome apart from The Crystal Skull. No, apart from Temple of Doom. No, Temple, Temple of, of Doom. Doom's brilliant. Temple no. of Doom's drivel. Uh, Joseph recently got into um, classic movies. Um, so I made him watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, which That's is brilliant. Groundbreaking. Make him brilliant. watch The Sting. But he was actually, he, he preferred Temple of Doom. As a, as a newcomer failed. to the, as a newcomer, no, as a newcomer to the franchise, he preferred that. Or saying that though, once he saw Last Crusade, he did prefer that one. I like Last Crusade. Yeah, I do like Last Crusade. Sean Connery. Sin Canary. Don't know why I did that accent. (laughs) I I just don't know why I did that. Henry Jones Jr. Jr. Don't call me Jr. We named the dog Jr. No, we called... No, we named the dog Dog Indiana. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You are named after the dog. (laughs) Why does the sun come up? Or are the stars just pinholes in the curtain Curtain of of night? night? Who knows, Highlander? (sighs) Wow. Well, we just quote. We just skipped notes. like many years and several movie franchises. Hunt for Red October is a great movie. I'll tell you what it's is a an, bad. Awesome I'll tell you movie. what is an awesome, uh, a bad, awesome movie. Independence Day. Oh, oh it's just brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. I it's on on um, IMDb. Uh, Twenty twelve is only like a five point eight. I love that film. That, I tell you, that's have you a, seen it? That's a movie I could put on. Is that the one with the ships going off in? Yeah, yeah the massive yeah. arcs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's brilliant, and it's only a five point eight on. IMDb. Have you watched though? Have you watched? Because you like that, so you like that one. Have you watched San Andreas? Yes, I have. It's dreadful. Yeah, uh, um, it's the one with the the rock earthquake and the ro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, isn't the rock in everything now? Is mm. in like every film? Every film I see advertised has got the rock in it. He should be in the Fantastic Four. They've, they've, done, they've, they've done, got an actual need for that character. But they, yeah. they've that done remake that. of Fantastic Four could but, fuck off. Oh, yeah, that yes, can, can fuck right <laughs> off. I mean, even the one from like 2007 was a bit shit. Well, but it was okay. I liked that movie. Well, no, the Silver no, Surfer the was Silver crap. Surfer was terrible. Absolute I liked crap. that. No, no. man, that was, that was so bad. That was so bad. I like the first <laughs> any, one. Any Fantastic Four movie But is the new terrible. Fantastic Four movie was absolute bollocks. Yes, agreed. Was, I thought what was great was I read an interview with the um with the director and he they are asking him what you know what were you aiming for? And he said, "Well, I was really trying to um bring back the energy of the David Cronenberg film The Fly." What? I was thinking, yeah, The Fly. How? And I was thinking Hang on a second. You're trying to suck the energy out of the room. David Cronenberg's film The Fly absolutely tanked at the box office. Yeah. It was boring. Because it was crap. It was crap. It was so terrible. Yeah. yeah. Even the mighty Jeff Goldblum couldn't save it. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, and, and The Fly 2 is even worse. Love a bit of Jeff. Oh, I'll who, tell you what, who you doesn't love Jeff Goldblum? You, you I subscribed to the Facebook page the same photo of Jeff Goldblum <laughs> every day, every day yeah. for about a month. <laughs> and then I realised it wasn't going to change because no, it was the same photo of Jeff Goldblum Actually, every day. A, it was a bit like I had subscribed to Christians Against Masturbation. That was funny for about a week. Um, <laughs> and then was you, that the, then that you was, did a wank. Was that the one with a picture of the anti-self-rape cross? <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Very funny. When I first saw it, I thought, this is brilliant. Uh, absolutely brilliant. My favorite, Do you know actually, people in America actually tried to order that for their children? I'm sure they probably did. Um, there's a there's a thing on um, Twitter, uh, a, a stream called Classic Picks. You have to see it. It's hilarious. So they post up pictures and they caption them completely wrong, right? And people get really cross and they're like, that is obviously not who that is, and pe- and and the generic response from fans of the page is just like, "Yeah, it is." It says so in the caption. It's <laughs> I, 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 you have to 
you have to see some of these things. They're so good. It's, it, it had a congratulations to Ronnie Wood on your 75th birthday, and it was a picture of Doc Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Tim just made a uh, made a, 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 a motion with his hand, which they actually do use in television, which means we're going to commercial wrap it up. I think he's trying to say he wants to go home, which is actually okay, because I'm fucking starving. Either that or he, we want, he wants us to wrap him up. Mm. Would you? <laughs> In my loving arms. I don't think this is going to be a 49-minute episode. I think it'll be 41.7. Four, four, I think it's going to be four, 17. 4.9 minutes. All the stuff I'm going to have to bleep and cut out. Well, don't used... forget to leave space for um, our guest. Oh, fuck off. How many times do you think we've used <laughs> the word fuck tonight? A lot. Give me a guess, because I'm going to count them. I reckon uh, 63. No, I reckon about 158. I think about 47. No, we did that in the it can go fuck itself section. Fuck, 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 fuck,